Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, my name is Ian McNaughton, uh, known by some as Big E. Uh, we have a year in review, year end 2020 podcast. Uh, we are joined this time by a special guest, SYP creator, Keith. Keith, how are Hello. you doing? I like your shirt, by the way. Thanks. Uh, for the video pod, uh, it's the SYP merch that they're giving away. You go to the... No, don't know. We're not... No, it's not It's not a giveaway. No. Well, I mean, we're doing a giveaway, but, like, it's not all free. Just... Oh. Like, okay, it's a, well, like, comment, comment to tag someone in the post and share on your story, and then you'll get it. I, you know you'll what? Get a shirt. I'm, I'm a bad person. I saw it. It's a giveaway. I already have one. Don't need to enter. But if you do want to get one of these, you know where to go. To the Instagram. That, that, that's I like this advertising. This this advertising is really good. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, thought you were welcome. just. I, I thought welcome. I was confused. Just like it's not all free. Just to be clear, we're not giving away free shirts. Um. Also joining us today is SYP creator Scott. Scott, I think I've seen you. I've seen you once already on a video call. I think I've seen you every day for like the last three days now. Yeah, we've been busy. Lots of pods. Lots of uh, content going on. Just we've been busy. You know. SYP doesn't sleep, especially during Christmas break. So, I don't know when the last time I slept eight hours was. Um, there you go. So today we're going to be doing kind of a year in review, looking back on some big moments and giving out some awards, some three stars to people. Uh, it's going to be a really fun pod, I think. I hope. Um, I'm going to let Scott take take control here. Uh, let because he made a list. This is his list that we're all following. Of the top ten biggest moments, you want to say of twenty twenty? I would say moments and storylines as well, because some isn't. It's not really a moment, but it's also just like the story of the year and how these events happened and transpired and kind of were throughout the course of two thousand twenty. Um, so I think let's just start. We'll start right away. Start early two thousand twenty. Throw it back to almost a year ago. Um, we've been talking about the juniors for so much, so much recently. But I think the number 10 moment was the rise of Alexi Lafreniere and obviously the junior gold um, win back in Ostrava, Czech Republic. Um, that to me, and they were just named today the Canadian Press Team of the Year. So it's fitting we start with them. Um, they had an excellent squad. You know, I could list all the players, but I'll let you guys kind of speak on the team and what your thoughts are on their, their moment and their historic run after a big loss to Russia. The, the rise of laugh was I don't want to say incredible it was it was pretty much predictable uh, it was just really nice to see considering the year before he didn't yeah. get enough ice time and he wasn't a real prominent figure like he was like this past world juniors um, and do am I bitter that he's not a red wing a, a bit I'll admit I, I still have a bit of a grudge that uh, laugh is not a red wing but you know whatever. Uh, you know, I might also have a bit of a grudge that the Americans didn't win gold, but whatever. We're not, who's counting? I'm not counting. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, not, not a big deal. But, uh, that was, yeah, that was a really fun tournament last year as well in Ostrava mm-hmm. with their weird, like, penalty box music as well. Oh, right, yeah, like the, <laughs> the elevator music sort of thing. Yes, yes. Right on. Keith, any thoughts on the tournament? Um, well... Like the one that really sticks out to me was just Barrett Hayden. Uh, he was a good. He played. He played great and stuff. Quentin Byfield, another storyline, didn't really play too much. Didn't really, or at least in the the final game, yeah. it was 
we expected Dude, more um, of Byfield for sure. Yeah, but you know what? Also, like same thing, kind of like that team was full of, you know, draft plus ones. You know, it's like people in, his, in their draft year. You know, not really much ice time, but you know, yeah, that's a, you know, he he was okay, but no, like really, I was just thinking about Barrett Hayton the whole time. Like he was like he was great and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, and he had that shoulder injury too, right? He that he shoulder went injury crashing the boards, big, and he had that big yeah he had that he, big goal to tie it. He also had the controversy of like not t- when they lost to Russia in the uh, oh, right. in, in the opening stage or whatever the group stage, and he didn't take his helmet off during the anthem. And then Russian players oh, yeah. went 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 over to him like, "Hey, take your fucking helmet off!" And he's like, "Oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot." And and then like everyone flooded his comment section on Instagram with like Russian hate. It's pretty pretty. I mean, not funny if you were him, of course, but I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Well, well, he definitely made up for it with his play, so. All right, um, let's move to number nine. Um, I think we're going to move to to the Lynx and uh, Dustin Johnson. There are so many big names in golf that kind of rose to the occasion this year, but I think Dustin Johnson and his dominance throughout, he won, you know, three major championships, the FedEx Cup, the Tour Championship, and he also won the Masters. Um, by the way, which, Ian, you picked. You picked that on our uh, Masters pod. Not a big deal. I did pick Dustin Johnson Not a big to win deal. the Masters. But um, he had, a, like, a great 2020 for all, mm-hmm. like, how fucked up the golf season was and how wild and wacky that I mean, you saw the rise of DeChambeau. Um, Colin Morikawa had a wonderful season as well. Lo- lots of breakout performances, but then the best mm-hmm. performance of 2020 on the links was Dustin Johnson. Without a doubt. Johnson, without without a doubt, yeah. I just remember the uh, the sixty five foot putt he nailed. I think it was at it was it wasn't even the Tour of Championship. I think it was at the BMW like the week before, yeah. and Rom beat him there. But DJ eventually got the best of the whole tour essentially at the Tour of Championship a couple of the week later. So yeah, that was good. Keith, do you think you could like beat Dustin Johnson like one on one? Do you think like if mano a mano, low, most like lowest strokes? Could you be DJ? Uh, I was just going to let you guys carry on because I was fully out of my depth there. I, the only <laughs> thing I really remember was, like, who hit that shot from um, wherever they were? They skimmed it across the water. Oh, that was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong, that was yeah. Wrong. yeah. Yeah, I just remember that. And then I remember seeing, oh, Dustin Johnson one. Cool. Uh, DeChambeau hits it really hard. Not bad. And so I, I would say... Like, you keep going on, but... <laughs> yeah, I would say that Rom, that... Uh, Skipper across the pond and he sunk it on the 16. I'd say that's probably one of the best shots I've ever seen, if not the sh- like the play of the year, one of them at least. It was pretty good. It was it was pretty, it's pretty good. good. It was pretty pretty, pretty good, good by John Rom. No, I'm just a casual. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I just I just you know I just watched the drives. So like that was a, that was an okay shot. <laughs> um, let's move on to number eight. Um, I think this this moment this. Not really a moment. It's also like a more of a movement, but I think this moment could also be higher on this list. Um, but we wanted to make sure this is really important that we um, talk about this today, and that's the rise of women in sports. And the big, the most recent example is Sarah Fuller, uh, the Vanderbilt kicker. I think she's on the, the uh, women's varsity team, and she uh, took some kicks, scored points as well for the Vanderbilt uh, men's varsity team, and that was a huge moment. I think a really good move by. Vanderbilt, which is in Tennessee, right? Memphis. It's, a, it's, I think. In Na- it's in Nashville. They play in Nashville. Nashville, Nashville yeah. 
Yeah. So really good move by them. Um, guys, I'll let you take some, some more on, I'm sure there's so many other moments we could talk about, um, regarding women in sport. I think it's something yeah, that needs like to continue. Even, um, even today that, uh, the assistant coach for the Spurs after Popovich got ejected today, uh, their assistant coach became the first woman to be an acting head coach in the NBA. And so that's pretty cool. You there didn't you never that too often now, but it's definitely becoming more common. You see a lot of a lot of women taking high or yeah, I guess like higher end uh, jobs in sports organizations and stuff, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You see that becoming more common. So like that's really cool. Yeah. Isn't there a GM in the MLB? What's her name? Yes, there is a GM in the um, MLB. Oh, I should. Marlins, right? Yeah, I think it's Kim. Kim Ng, I think, is her name. Yes, I think you're right. I didn't. I didn't even. This year has been so crazy. I didn't even have that written down as like like a women in sports moment, and that's a like a significant moment in women's. You know, just in sports where a female Period, yeah. can be a, a GM of a baseball team. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Like Sarah Foley, you mentioned. I was gonna say Naomi Osaka who mm. had a, an incredible tennis season. I think she was named the AP Women's Player of the Year uh, for mm -hmm. her performance winning the U.S. Open. Ke Kendall Cohn Schofield, uh, like who's now... Yeah, at, at, at the All-Star Game. At the All-Star right. Game, and now she's with the Blackhawks. Um, Is she, was she there again? I believe the assistant GM. Assistant GM? So I think she's... Yeah, something to do with player development, but I think she, uh, assistant GM is... Something she helps with, for sure. So, I, I mean, Sabrina Odinescu, I believe is how you yeah, say it. Yeah, Ionescu, yeah. Ionescu, who, she just was, like, kind of the rising star of women's basketball this year. I, I believe she hurt her, she tore ACL. I, I don't, she had a major injury that forced her to miss the rest of the season, unfortunately, with the New York Liberty, I think it was. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, th th those are just, like, the big names I have written down. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any more, but I think it's been a great year for women in sports, and hopefully we see more of it in 2021. No, 100%. I think 100%. it's something that needs to grow more and more, um, and I hope I hope it will become that, and, if you know, hopefully, like, we'll see uh, a women's hockey league here in Canada, if not all of North America. I think that would be something that could easily be done and should be done. So I, I, think, we'll, I think we'll see it with the, I believe it's the NWHL. The National Women's Hockey League. I, I yeah, think, I, I think we're they were I think hoping to start this year, but then COVID kind of fucked that up. So we'll see if that mm -hmm. happens in uh, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's move to number seven. We'll talk about speaking of um, baseball. Um, we'll talk about the just the sixty game season, the sprint sprint season, sprint finish to the end. Um, the Dodgers did win, which was really nice. They have first win since nineteen eighty eight. Um, fact check me on that one. Make sure that that one's right. Sounds about right. Um, sounds about right. And then there was just, I just remember just like, oh, what a, what a shit show of a season because there's so many COVID cases all over the league. Um, what are you guys thoughts on that? And maybe moving to the bubbles in the playoffs was a good idea. Maybe they should have done that earlier. What are your thoughts? The baseball season was just a shit show from the start. Like just trying to get baseball back. Uh, that was actually, like, I remember in the spring, like, that was kind of one of my biggest pet peeves, which is how long it took for baseball to get back. Um, you know, there was the whole Blue Jays thing, um, and then they got to the bubble in Arlington, and Justin Turner had his whole incident in Game 6, where he tested mm -hmm. positive, 
And then it's like, actually, I'm going to come out on the field and we're going to celebrate together because I won the World Series. And everybody just completely forgot, forgot or didn't give a shit about COVID. Or didn't know, I yeah. guess. But that, yeah. that, that was a, a fucking hectic baseball season. Yeah. Any positives from that, you think, Keith? Anything that you remember stands out to you? No. <laughs> well, like, no, literally, yeah, base, baseball. I didn't. I didn't even pay attention. I, no, but you. I, you, I saw you, the. I saw the whole thing about yeah, like the that dude that ran on after testing positive. Uh, other than that, like I mean, I don't know. I was watching Blue Jays. Looked like they're getting better. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, they had a good year actually. You texted. You texted me like I think during like when the playoffs were happening, and you said like, "Are the Blue Jays good?" And I saw they made the playoffs, and it's like. <laughs> yeah, because they yeah they were on they were on a decline for a couple of years, and then suddenly it's like boom playoffs. It's like oh well, they, they must be doing something right. So and it's like well, actually they expanded playoffs this year, and like it's a shortened season, so like they're they're they're, they're, they're they they still made the playoffs. They they still made the playoffs, but it's, it's still, like full playoff appearance. I think the biggest the highlight of the year for me is that game four of the World Series with uh, the eight seven just that ridiculous play with a Rosarena's tripping that like going back and forth to me that just stood out. Um, that was probably the game I would say the game of the year. I don't know what you guys thought on that. I was but... gonna say game six with Blake Schnell. Where, oh, right. Where okay. Schnell like pitched phenomenally. Like, he gave up one hit, like, for the Rays, he gave up one hit against all the Dodgers, and then the analytics and the Rays are like, yeah, we're going to pull you because you're going through this lineup a third time. It's like, I am destroying everybody. Why the fuck are you taking me out? And then yeah. the Rays lost. And then, coincidentally, Snell just got traded a few days ago to the San Diego Padres. So Yeah. Sidebar, the Padres look unbelievably insanely good this year. Yeah, their uniforms are nice, aren't they? Well, I'm talking about their their starting. Yeah, they're nice, but I'm so I'm talking about their starting rotation now with Snell and Darvish and some pieces they've added this year. Kind of nuts. Not I st- I still think Keith's SYP shirt is nicer than the Padres uniforms. I just thought I'd throw that out there, but you know, you're a little pa- Padres and sta- uh, influenced. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> SYP type. type yeah, yeah. If we if we if I do like a thumbnail and I match like the SYP shirt. With a Padres uniform, the characteristics are uncanny between uh, the two of them. <laughs> do sure. or, yeah, another little sidebar merch. You should just do a like a little reverse retro, like SYP style. Uh, <laughs> what they color rush when they when they do that for the NFL SYP style. They don't do color rush anymore, unfortunately, which is too bad. Oh, they don't anymore. No. What do you mean? Unfortunately, that's a good thing. No, I love. Yeah, no, no, color rush was awesome. Sick. How can you hate color rush? I I'd rather uh, yeah, have a rush retro when, than color uh, rush, but when anyways. the NBA does like their city jerseys and stuff, like those are those are sick. Oh, uh, imagine like a Miami SYP with like that like that nice light blue, the hot pink. Just saying. Just saying. It, it's you know, hey. it's, it's, it's actually just gonna be. Um, a Islanders reverse retro uh, with the the SYP logo in the middle. And then people are going to be like, is this even a reverse retro? And it's like, no, it is. Believe it or not, this is actually... Light gray, it's dark gray, but everything's the same. Yeah, no, it's literally just... It's your shirt right now, just like a little bit more gray. 
Like, yeah, like <laughs> a, a darker gray. <laughs> like, it's essentially what they did with the Islanders jersey. We're going off on a tangent here. But someone on, like, Adobe, you know, Illustrator or Photoshop just, mm-hmm. like, changed the, like, increased the blue to, like, a, from a lighter blue to a darker blue on the Islanders uniform. And it's like, that's our reverse retro. It's like, you just changed the color. Yeah, but to be our... fair, to be fair, if if it wasn't reverse retro, like that was the concept they came up with, kind of a nice jersey. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, it's a nice jersey. It's, it's just nice. not a reverse. Retro. Yeah, 100%. yeah, it's just not reverse retro. Anyways, reverse we'll get the hockey. We'll we'll get the hockey a bit later. Yeah, we've, got, <laughs> we've got lots to go through still. Um, yeah. Let's, Keith, you're gonna like this. Um, let's let's move to uh I like football. I know you like a lot of things. We'll move to football, but not the not the American football, the uh, the soccer football. Um, Bayern Munich. How good were they this year? Man, they actually Alfonso Davies just won uh, Canadian men at male athlete of the year. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, with uh, Super Bowl champion Laurent Duvernay Tardif. That yeah. was the other guy who won it too. It was like I a know, but, um, winner. Yeah, obviously the the game that sticks out for everyone is that eight two absolute. This destruction of Barcelona by Bayern, and like yeah, no, Alfonso Davies had that nice little run against Tomato on the on the wing comes in, like it's nuts. But uh, no, yeah, Bayern Munich, they've always been good. Like they've always been the front runners in uh, the Bundesliga, but really just like this year, they're just different level, built different. different. Level. Yeah, they were built different this year. They had uh, I think they had three players on the uh, Euro or the UEFA, like, starting 11, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like, yeah, like team of the year. Yeah, yeah, team of the year. I think it was, uh, I think it was, uh... uh I believe Dave, I believe Alfonso got shortlisted, but I don't think he, I'm nope. not sure if he made Davies, it. Davies was there. It was, uh, Kimik and, um, Le, uh, Lewandowski, yeah, Lewandowski as well, yeah. yeah. I, was, yeah. I was gonna say, but my, I have notes here, like, first in Bundesliga, uh, first in their DFB Pokal, and then first mm-hmm. in Champions League, uh, big seasons for Davies, Lewandowski, Manuel Neuer, who's the goaltender for Bayern, Bayern, yeah, no Neuer, for Bayern Munich. Um, incredible season. It we'll go in when we we'll talk more about like the, we kind of talked about it with the Dodgers a little bit, but with these championships where you do the, like the you had the long stretch off, like you had a long time off, and then you had to get back into it, and that must have been weird as well, playing in the empty stadium in Portugal in Lisbon. And mm-hmm. having to yeah. just win this title with everything on the line, but it might not have felt like it just because you're in an empty stadium in some yeah, complete country. silence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It felt. We'll get into that later for sure. That's yeah. a good call on that one. Um, anything else on soccer? Anything? Any highlights? Anyone want to talk about anything fun? Christine uh, Sinclair, can, Canadian female athlete of the year. Yeah, Christine Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say. Um, I don't know how many how many of the like how much women saw female soccer was played this year, but she is just someone you can put down every year as Canadian female athlete of the year. She was like Wickenheiser. Yeah, I don't quite yeah. recall if she really won many. I don't know if she really did, but like that was like someone I would say like if you think about it, like always in the running for the longest time. But yeah, for sure, definitely Canadian icon and. And very well should be, just like Haley Wickenheiser in that same def- definite yep. conversation for sure. Um, speaking of hockey players, uh, let's talk about the NHL and the bubble. 
And the fact there were no cases, that's the thing. To me, that was so impressive. No COVID cases in the NHL bubble. And Tampa Bay won the Stanley Cup. Guys' thoughts on the year? Pandemco. It's real. (laughs) (laughs) Season restart. Pandemco. He's here. Uh, I, I didn't. I, I. It's funny you mentioned that. I didn't have that written down on my notes, but I was watching like Canuck Vegas highlights, like getting myself back into a hockey cycle. And it's just like, fuck, this Demko guy was good. I, I might, like, I might start buying the hype now because I rewatched some of the highlights to that. Yeah, twenty fourteen, we're like, oh man, this guy's the savior. This is it. Kind of took a while, but I feel like I feel like goalies always kind of take a while, but yeah. You know, Pandemco, he showed up. It was sick. Uh, even that vague, just a little random Canuck side t- sidebar. I mean, they were in it. Like, come on, Vegas. That game was like that game was back and forth. And then suddenly they scored, and it was just super deflating. And then just it was a whole thing. But you know what? It happened. All in all, that was a great series. The Canucks, the Canucks had a great bubble, and I'm I'm excited to see what they do next year. But we'll see yeah. what happens with the, the new divisions um, coming up. But yeah, back to the original point that, yeah, no cases. Like, every other sport pretty much had, you know, here and there, some less, some more. But NHL was, like, seemed to be, like, the absolute best about, you know, mm-hmm. testing or whatever they were going getting up to. I guess their quarantine protocols and, you know, whatever other COVID-friendly type restrictions they put on. Because, yeah, to get no cases and for what? Like, the bubble is, what, a month? Two months? I don't so know two, like two and a half months, yeah. Half months, and you have no cases. Like Impressive. Yeah, impressive. I, The whole, I don't know, but the, like the mentality of this pandemic has changed. Because I was a bit skeptical at first. I don't know if it was just my faith of, you know, what COVID was like, or just hockey players, or how the NHL does things. But I was a bit skeptical about bubbles at first. And it, it just worked. It, it just was perfect. I think the fans even enjoyed it, even though there were no fans in attendance. I think the fans really enjoyed watching mm. hockey all day. Um, yeah. And, and they made it a, a fan friendly, like TV watching friendly experience, I should say, uh, with all the different camera angles. Uh, remember the, all the different, like, fun, th- like, thank you to our fans. And then they just show a bunch of, like, actual, like, fans in. Uh, yeah, like seats where that like okay that's kind of cheesy but that's kind of funny too um <laughs> like it just it just worked it, it was it was great i i kind of don't understand why now we're not going back to bubbles and it's i i get why but i also kind of wish we were to a certain extent um mm-hmm. i don't know that all the players enjoyed the bubble experience yeah, I mean, yeah. it depends on who you are. Yeah, it depends on who you are, of course. Yeah, and and I think the right team won. I I I think like I think Tampa winning the cup is fair. Like I think that I don't think anybody really ha- is is egregious with the Lightning winning the cup. No, because they've been they've been favorites for like probably like the past what three four years now at this point. I was gonna Suddenly, say I was gonna say five years when they went to the cup against Chicago. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah like, always, yeah. like, it's almost like, you know, it's just like, oh, finally. Like, now it's now it's happened. So now, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it'd be cool to see them repeat, but now it's like, oh, who's the next one, right? And seems like everyone's um, on the Colorado train. 
And, and fair should, enough. The, yeah, the Avalanche enough. looked insanely good. Yeah. I don't um, know how the Stars beat the Avalanche, but they did. And that's how they got to the Cup Final. But I think that's, way, more, that's I think that's more what people are upset with was the fact that the Stars made the finals and not some better team like Vegas or Colorado. Yeah. yeah. But true. Um, all in all, I think this was a, a successful bubble. I think this was a successful playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any complaints with the NHL. Oh, it was nope. great. Neither do I. Um, let's move to the NFL. And I know, like, the NFL season is not quite wrapped up yet. Still week 17 coming up this weekend. Um, but we can talk about, like, this is pre-pandemic. This is January, February, March. And Ian, you were up with us in Kelowna. Um, for Super Bowl 53 and the Kansas City Chiefs. And maybe you can just speak on how dominant they've been this year and just how they've done it. You know, the, it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the offense. Like, Tyreek Hill is probably the fastest wide receiver of anybody in the league. Just speed, takes it to yeah. another level unlike anyone else. Andy Reid has a brilliant offense, as well as Eric Bieniemy, who's their offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, they've only had one loss since, like, one loss this calendar season. And I get that football games, you don't have as many. But that's pretty impressive to, like, mm-hmm. in football. Like, they played 20 games, maybe, and they've lost only one. 19 or 20 games, and they've lost only one. Like, that's still mightily impressive. And, Incredible, yeah. and a lot of that, a lot of that goes to Patrick Mahomes, who is absolutely sensational, simply incredible. I, I can't, I can't speak enough on Mahomes and how terrific of a player he is. Speaking of Mahomes, uh, he signed the biggest contract I think in pro sports ever. Yeah. Ten years, five hundred million dollars. Yeah. So fifty million dollar cap it, but fair enough. He's the pro- likely MVP again. This year, that's yeah. a conversation for later. But he's gonna—he has a good shot at winning it this year. He won it last year. Um, terrific athlete. He's second to none, I think, in, in the NFL. He's on—he's on a national on his own, in my opinion. I with the Chiefs, like they've now turned themselves into like the Golden State Warriors, the former, you know, New England Patriots. Uh, like name your dynasty, and the Chiefs are set themselves up for something relatively close to that. Speaking of dynasties, um, we'll move to the NBA and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, But I think let's start with something on a somber note. Um, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Just terrible. Brutal. I can't even put into words how awful that is and what happened to all nine people in the helicopter crash. Kobe, Gianna, and the other the other members of the community as well. Just terrible. But I honestly think the Lakers really rallied around that. And I think that brought their team together. And I just, as soon as that happened, yeah, the whole, of course the whole league together. But I think for the Lakers as a team, I think once that happened, there was no stopping the Lakers. They were going to win the championship this year. Yeah, something, uh, yeah, that like you can see, Everyone, like, just super affected by it. It's obviously, yeah, huge figure and not even just the NBA, like, everywhere, like, pop, all pop culture. Everyone throwing things and saying Kobe, right? Like, that's, like, literally so, like, that is so, 
it seemed so normal just because one dude was just that iconic at what he did. And so, yeah, it was a total shame to see him and um, the other other uh, passengers that passed away, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, to your point, Scott, yeah, it's really seemed like at least, like, the city of L.A. and the Lakers especially to, like, just really rally behind uh, what Kobe meant to them and, you know, what it meant to basketball, to the city, just that to, meant to everyone to really yeah. use that as, like, their driving force. And so, yeah, like, them winning the, the playoffs, yeah, well-deserved. The GM, LeBron, built his own team. <laughs> no tampering. There was no tampering. The <laughs> GM, the beast. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's another ring for LeBron. Michael Jordan's status, GOAT, maybe. Up for discussion. That, that's a big up debate right there. I won't say, I'm not saying anything, but up for discussion. And I think that's the thing about LeBron that's so special is that he's able he's been able to go to three different teams and win three championships. Three very different teams. He's kind of had to build kind of they've had to build around him and he's kind of propelled, especially with twenty sixteen, he basically carried the, the Cavs to the NBA Finals that year. Um and even like this year he like he's he's got a good team around him, but the fact that he's now thirty five, he's still the best player in the world. That's just yeah. He's like you and you said you talked yeah, about Mahomes being the best. Yeah. He is built different. No kidding. Built different, for sure. He, the whole, like, because I root for the Lakers, and, like, the Kobe thing stung me for days. And I, like, I wasn't always a Lakers fan. Like, I was a Sonics fan. But that stung me for days. Like, that's one where I feel like it it, it, it impacted everybody. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. get over that for at least, a, like, it happened on a Sunday. And I couldn't get over that until at least, like, the Wednesday or Thursday. And and part of that was just, like, it was a moment I'll never forget. Like, that's one of those moments where it's, like, you know where you were when it when you got the news that Kobe Bryant died. And, like, for myself, I'll go on a bit of a story here, story time with Ian. But, yeah, let's um, hear it. like, it was when I was worth the silver tips and I was driving down and we had an afternoon game. Like, it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon and things were great. It was a beautiful sunny day and I arrived in Everett and, like, my boss, who's actually from California, he was raised in L.A. He went to go cover stuff in the old forum in L.A. Like, he was a big Lakers fan, big Kobe guy. He's a big Dodgers fan. And I remember when I got into the office, he was just a bit panicky and he, like, didn't really say much and it was kind of weird. And then once I got settled in and I put my stuff down and I got my, you know, self-organized and he's just like, yeah, Kobe Bryant died. And like, I, I usually have a smile on my face. And then when I heard the news, it was like, holy fuck, like that, like really just made it somber. Like you say, you said, Scott, um, I, 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 yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things of 2020, which is the death of Kobe mm-hmm. and how it impacted everybody. I got and like it, it was a real coming together moment. Like I mm-hmm. think that was where like no matter who you were or where you came from or what you believe, like Kobe died and that impacted a yeah, lot. Rod. Um, and and the and the championship was weird too. Uh like the Lakers championship was kinda weird where I they were the best team and the whole Kobe thing was weird as well. Just like have you know, Kobe really should be alive to see it. Like he should be guiding these young players. Like he should be guiding like, you know, the 
Caruso's or the Kuzma's or whoever, and he just wasn't there. He didn't get to see it. Um, but I think that's where LeBron really stepped in and kind of was a big rallying point for that team. And I think that's how they came together and ended up winning because he, again, you know, we can talk about LeBron, Kobe, MJ all day long and debate who's better, who's not. Like, and there I, are three of the, yeah. I was gonna say, I think that debate's over. Like, I don't even think it matters anymore. No, like, it doesn't. I, 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 like, it's gotten to a point for myself where it's just, it, who cares? Like, they're all great, spectacular athletes. Like, we're going to have, like, the debate, it, we're never going to come to a conclusion on that debate. No. Because, again, what you, what you get from Kobe, what you get from Kobe is what you've had from MJ as well. The same, same, same position, same player. And then LeBron's just a class of his own. So you kind of have to put all three of those guys, like, up on that pedestal together, like a Mount Rushmore at a fourth guy. Who knows who that is? But those are your, you know, three or four guys that are the league's greatest players. Yeah. 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 Anyways, let's move to um, number two. Um, This is, this is, again, this is, you know, 2020 wasn't exactly the greatest year for everyone. And I think this particular movement and this, this, these events um, really made people understand why it's important to care and to really think about what things you've done. And I want to talk about the social movements and athletes using their platforms, whether that's to promote Black Lives Matter, whether that's to promote, you know, going out and voting as, you know, in the, and this is obviously in the United States, but this, the whole social, you know, social rights and equality, that, that should be everywhere. I think that should be just something that is just implemented. Everyone be treated equally, but unfortunately some people aren't like that and I just think that's a big moment of the year and people people standing up for what's right and I really enjoyed seeing that this year so I'll let you guys kind of carry the carry on and hear thoughts for sure yeah no I mean yeah you you said it right like ever just it was great to see athletes really just use their influence to really promote all these positive social movements and causes uh uh, with yeah, with the bubble NBA, like uh, players allowed to put what they want on their backs and stuff, and just most of them really using it to fight for equality uh, and for like reform and everything. And so it's just really really cool to see that and stuff. And like Colin Kaepernick, like classic example of someone really using their platform for uh, social reform and change and stuff. So yeah, it was really uh, really this year like. I, I felt like I've definitely seen the most kind of like real pushing by by pretty much everyone, like pretty much everyone in mm-hmm. sport for really, yeah, like um, just trying to really get a positive change out of everyone to really change their mindsets. Like, guys, like we, we need to change. Like we can't be doing the same thing again. We can't just be living the same way with this injustice, I guess. Yeah, injustice. Yep. Uh, in our society right now. So it's just super cool to see, like, not just, and, and yeah, it's, I guess to kind of drive that further home that, like, wasn't, it's not that, like, these guys are, like, also, like, politicians. Like, they're just people that play their sport. Like, mm-hmm. they're just, they're just a dude, essentially. It's just like, but they're like, hey, you know what? I have a certain following that I can use in a positive way. And so I'm going to use it that way. And yeah, so this year we really saw, a lot of people take advantage of that to really put out there, like guys, like we need to, we need to change, we need to do this, we need mm-hmm. to do that. So it's super cool to see that. 
Hundred, yeah, couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. Yeah, and you 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 said it really well, Keith. And this is the one. This is the first time, at least that I can remember, where there was like at least an opportunity, like or felt like we could create change. Like there was actually the the belief that we can do that. And you know we there's we always kind of say that we have you know we can always make change or we can always do something or. Your, you, you know, your voice matters, and sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. And I think this year was a year where it showed that your voice really does matter, no matter who you are, if you, whatever you say, um, if you have, and if you have something you really believe in, and, and you fight for it, and, and you, and you fight for it until the day you die, essentially, and that's what we're trying to see here. Like we're trying to make life better for those who don't have it good who should have it better but don't and in a place like the united states which is still quite a racist country which is still you know horrible in most parts of it um it, it was really positive and it was really um positive and, and you're glad to see and you hope that it continues and that it builds and that this is just the start of something and that there's still room to grow as for, and, and, and even in Canada, too. I shouldn't just single out the U.S. because there is racism in Canada. But hopefully yeah. this is a stepping stone to, you know, becoming more and hopefully something greater uh, further on in our lifetimes. Yeah. 100%. And I, I like that. And it's, of course, not just – you can't even just single out, you know, North America. But every everyone in the world has, you know – everyone can be better. And that's, you know, the thing in life. You, everyone can be better. You can always improve. No one's perfect, and I think that's just a fact. And um, and this year, you kind of looked in the mirror, like think about, okay, how can I be better? And I think that's this is one of the ways that athletes really did, you know, use their like you guys both said, use their voice and use their platform for the right reasons. And I think yeah. it's really cool that it did happen this year, and I hope to see more of the same in 2021. Yeah. Um, let's get to the biggest moment of the year, and then we'll get to, into some three stars. Um, Keith, I know we've been thinking about yours, your picks, and we're excited to hear them. But we'll talk. This might be a long point. Um, this is, without a doubt, the story of the year. I'm sure all of you can guess it, and we've touched on it in probably every story this year. Um, and that's the impact of COVID-19. And obviously, yeah. in March, in March, that brought down a brick wall, and everything was stopped, sports included, in that. And I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on maybe, you know, some negative things about it but also maybe something positive something that that came out of it that we like we're like hey this is a good thing we can really run with it yeah um i mean the first thing that i thought of was, was uh people are more clean now <laughs> people really <laughs> wash their hands now like i mean yeah i'd like to think we all wash our hands and you know try to stay clean but like I don't know, I just felt like now everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, we should start washing our hands. Like, yeah. Um, how old are you? Yeah, and you still have <laughs> hands? Anyway. No, 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 I can back you up. Like, the amount of dudes when I, when we went to high school, the amount of dudes I would see who would use the washroom, who would enter and leave without washing their hands, was quite disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that was one positive change. Also, actually, one thing, this is kind of more of, like, a personal opinion, but, like, I feel like now that we have all these new rules that we're kind of, uh, even to now, like, we're abiding by, you know, six feet and 
wear masks and that kind of thing. Like, I feel like as soon as we get back to normal, like, I kind of, in a weird way, enjoy these new norms. Like, I kind of like wearing a mask. I feel, I feel a lot more, like, private in public in a way. Have you ever, big vibes, have you ever put a mask on and then, like, your sunglasses? No one sees your face. It's a huge vibe. I, I feel, You're I feel unrecognizable. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel so anonymous. I would not know what it's like thing. to put sunglasses on. I just want to say for the record, I have no <laughs> idea what it's like. That feeling invades <laughs> me. <laughs> Anyways, no, but like, I think, I think in a way, like these new uh, restrictions almost kind of like puts everyone in like this, uh, kind of new mindset of being a little more healthier in terms of passing, like, um, potentially passing, uh, you know, airborne pathogens. You definitely hear a lot more airborne stuff, you know, coughing, sneezing, don't sneeze on each other, all that stuff, right? So, like, I feel like almost like it's going to be incorporated with this new norm, especially with the vaccine coming, um, Pfizer and... Pfizer or Pfizer? Um, yeah, Pfizer. There's all like three or four that have been approved now. So yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm just. I'm kind of speaking my piece, like the shirt. <laughs> that. Um, yeah. Like I felt like also like this really taught me like I really took things for granted. You know, going out and stuff like especially like being university. Like I'm sick, so I go out every night that um you know like it doesn't really matter like i could I, I never really realized how many times i've like shared someone's drink you know like i feel like well like you know like if someone's like hey try this beer yeah. i have you know you take a sip and you like it's fine you know that really just kind of clicked with me like i used to do that that kind of thing like it just really made me though like i guess like appreciate the moments i got to go outside yeah in a way, like, I've been even, like, now, like, I'm so bored in this, like, modified lockdown, I call it. Have you, like, because I, I was, like, earlier in the pandemic, we were watching, like, older sports and, like, you know, rewinds and whatever. Does anybody still cringe a little bit when you see, like, a full-capacity stadium? Like, I, I, like I, I miss I, it. I miss it, I, I I miss it. it a I miss lot. It. Oh, I miss no, but I kind of cringe a little bit when I like to think like sixty thousand strange, not all strangers, but sixty thousand randos are sitting next to each other, no idea where you came from, no idea if you washed your hands this morning, and oh, and you put it that way. <laughs> no, like yeah, yeah, no, like like yeah, it's just like why the fuck would I do that, and. It is a weird concept. It's it, it, I don't know. I, I just cringe yeah. a little bit. The the other okay. thing that I really I I don't have the urge to go anywhere now. I don't know. My, this is just myself. I know. I know exactly how you feel. Like I, I don't. I don't need. Like I don't. Between like March and now, like I go. I go between Squamish and Burnaby. I've been to the Okanagan once, and that's the only place like I've gone outside of my bubble. Um, for the pandemic, and I don't like I, I I don't have the urge to say go you know not that we're supposed to anyways, but I, I don't have this urge to go travel. I don't have this urge to go back to a club. I don't have this urge to go um to a re like to a big restaurant. I I just 
I'm just I'm very thankful that I get to spend time with my family at home. I get to see mm. the people I love. That that's kind of what COVID has brought for me. So yeah, no, I uh, I, I like that. Yeah, I fully agree. That was I will I will say though that was definitely me at like the first quarantine lockdown. Like we're honestly, it didn't feel, like personally for me it didn't feel like a big deal. Like just stay home, you know, go out if you have to. Like if you had to get groceries, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, I never really felt like it. I think it was only until when we started to ease up, everyone kind of started to go out again, but then we had to re-lock down, Mm -hmm. where I was like, man, I could really go outside, (laughs) like, please. Yeah, and just do something. No, for sure, I think, like, for me personally, Keith, you said you nailed on the head. You said, you know, don't take things for granted anymore. Like, when when things get back to the new normal, and once people are, there's kind of a herd immunity, I think... To me, stepping on the ice again to go play a hockey game, yeah, I'm gonna be buzzing. You, you, I just feel like that's gonna happen, and just with anything too, whether it's going out to a concert, going to a bar, just going literally out. anything, literally, literally, literally exactly, literally anything. anything. Like, and that's the part that I'm most excited for. And like he said, I don't think that you know I'm not gonna take that for granted anymore. I just think knowing how things have, I've had it pretty good during the pandemic. I've been able to. I worked, you know, full time in a golf course. I could play lots of golf. Like, I played a bit of hockey here and there when the lockdown was kind of not as severe. Um, so I'm, I'm very fortunate that way. But again, some people weren't. And, you know, I just, I get, again, not knowing and kind of hearing some stories from people, I just won't take things for granted again. You just, because, you know, you never know what might happen, right? So. Yeah. The, yeah. the I was going to say, the other, like, this is a, more of a sports element to it. But now there's this opportunity, hopefully for sports to at least reconsider, like, scheduling, for example, or who they play. Like, in this upcoming hockey season, we're now going to have an all-Canadian division. I don't know that an all-Canadian division is going to happen, you know, forever. But it is interesting to kind of think about it from that perspective. You know, now because we can't go to the States, we shouldn't be traveling across the border. Um it's interesting to kind of think of it from that perspective as well, how sports can impact mm-hmm. what other things Rudy Gobert can touch that can, he can infect. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 but it's more like you guys, the going and doing stuff, what our limitations are, who can we see? What can we do? Uh, and if anybody, yeah, yeah. Wa- and if anybody wants to go hang out at the two park with me one afternoon, let me know. Cause I am down. <laughs> uh, this is a personal invite, please. I want to go to the two park. Um, is there any bars yeah. in Whistler to, that are open? Go to the, the two park and get a free shirt. Yes. SYP meet up at the two park. That should be a giveaway, Ian. Whoever comes to you with a two park. First, the very first person to get to the two park. It sounds like that, that sounds like the worst like Top Gear competition where it's just like all right you need to get from London Drugs and Squamish to the two park in Whistler go and then the first one there and get yeah. the, so get the shirt yeah all right before we get into three stars um okay. that wraps up our top ten list I just want to shout out to healthcare workers everywhere I oh, don't care where yeah. I don't care where you are get give them big claps here. Um, I have a few in my family and they've been working their ass off and just shout out to healthcare workers everywhere, yeah. um, all over the world. Like if you yeah, know someone, yeah. give them some support, give them some love. 
yeah, like without without them, like we'll probably still be in first phase lockdown mm-hmm. <laughs> at this yeah. point. Yeah, like the OG lockdown, like it's crazy. And even to now, basically, like we're now trying vaccines and stuff to get back to normal. Like we've been we've been sitting on our ass, and they've been working like nonstop to finally give us this vaccine. So really, like to them, like full credit and. Uh, it's unfortunate that we've had to lose some, um, those who've lost trying to deal with this vaccine and everything, but just huge credit to them, uh, working, basically trying to keep us alive, keep everyone alive. And so, yeah, just big props to them. I I know, I know it's a meme, but the frontline workers are the real MVPs. Like the frontline workers have been, have been like the biggest asset we've had through this entire pandemic. Um, I, I, I don't know where we'd be without them. Um, I, I can't really put into words how much the frontline workers mean to all of us, uh, and the work that they've done to keep us safe. So shout out frontline workers. Good, good, yeah. good, good on you, Scott. That was a, that was a good call. Yeah. And also, yeah, I mean, just, just how I feel like how underappreciated these guys are is like, I, um, Long, long time ago, this stuck with me, but a long, long time ago, I saw this one kind of like meme almost, basically. It wasn't quite a meme, but, you know, it, it was meme, meme-ish. Was it on and, Facebook? Uh, it, it, not quite. It was, it was on Instagram, so it's a little more credible than Facebook. Um, <laughs> by the way, that little sidebar, that's definitely like the, the hierarchy. Like, if it's a Facebook meme, like, don't even, don't even. Oh, read, it's, don't definitely even. Like, it's definitely like Instagram reddit um twitter Twitter, um anything else internet anything else and then facebook and then face yeah if if it's coming if it's a facebook meme and you're like oh my gosh this happened i saw it on facebook it's like oh okay it ain't real (laughs) like i like linkedin is ahead of facebook like if i see a meme on linkedin i like and then (laughs) if you if you were just like talking about memes on facebook i am definitely cutting off our relationship like whatever It's done. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, no, I saw this one thing, and it was uh, long before, long before the pandemic. It was uh, there. There's someone was saying to a doctor, "It's like, how? Why does it take so long, you know, to find vaccines, to find cures about something? I, I don't quite remember about something." And it's like, well, I get paid X amount, you know, less of whoever. But you're paying players like Cristiano Ronaldo like millions of money. So like, why don't you ask them to find the vaccine with their resources? Why you're asking on me to really use my limited, my in relative, my limited resources and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So like, that just really stuck with me. Like, how mm-hmm. really we undervalue and underappreciate healthcare workers, that kind of thing. So um, yeah, no, yeah, Scott, it was a great thing to bring up. Like, yeah, big, big up. Yeah, and that's why I admire a guy like Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, the the uh, defensive guard for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, we talked about him a little bit earlier, but he's a guy that gave up his NFL salary to go work on the front line, and that that's the kind of guy we need more of in this world. And I he's so deserving of the uh, Canadian Press Athlete Male Athlete of the Year, uh, no doubt about it in my mind. Um, him and Davies equally were incredible, and I think yep. uh, Duvernay-Tardif was. Something else. Um, speaking of star people, I think we should move to three stars. What are I, your guys' thoughts on that? I, Keith, I, I'm, a, 
I think you're right. He's still thinking. So I I'm I'll go last. I'll all go right. Last. Well, last. all right. Go. So basically, so our three star. Do you want me to say or do you want to say? Ian, you run it. Okay. You go first. So as so, well. so three stars of the year. So we came up with this concept about a month ago. Yep, month ago. So about a month ago for this year end pod, uh, we wanted to shout out three stars, and those three stars had to be a creator, an SYP creator, an athlete, and an entertainer. Um. I have my three, Scott has his three, Keith has his three, uh, we have not talked, we, we don't know each other's three stars, we, we literally, Keith literally does not know who our three stars are whatsoever. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Until the the pod. <laughs> yeah, we told him. Uh, so, that being said, do you want to go like person by person, or do you want to go like creator, athlete, entertainer? I kind of want to do the latter. Let's go person by person because that way we can, you know, take clips of it and like post it if we want. So, um, Ian, you go first. All right. I'll go first. So my SYP creator of the year is Ravisher Dollywall. Okay. Um, okay. Let's hear it. Hey, we need a reason. No, so. Reason, reason, reason. No, Rav has been. If you don't know Rav, Rav is awesome. One of the coolest dudes I know. Uh, he yeah. helped us. He helped us at the beginning, beginning of the year when we were going to go to. We did one podcast in the SFU recording studio. He was big in trying to get that set up. And then the pandemic hit, so we haven't been in there since then. Uh, we did another podcast with him in the summer, like an NBA preview type pod. Um, he, he, he. I know, I know. He probably would like to help more and contribute more, but his schooling. He's at Crim and SFU, so he hasn't been able to do as much as he wanted to. But I just want to shout out Rav because Rav is like one of the coolest guys I know and one of the like nicest people in the world. Oh, um, absolutely! And, and he deserves a shout out. So shout out Rav. I just um, want to. I just want to throw in there. Shout out Rav. We uh we won our arenas trio match. In Let's go. We want me, me, Rav, and Kyle are now officially up there with big competitive Fortnite players as a team. We won a couple competitive games, so we're kind of sick. We make earnings. Uh, when are you, super cracked on the sticks. When are you also? When are you doing SYP like streaming? Like when are you streaming for SYP when we get our Twitch? Stream? I actually I do have that SYP Fortnite map from the Olympics. Oh, we'll, we'll still have to save that. We might, maybe we'll do our own tournament. It is, yeah, it is. Once insane. I get, once I get my PS5, because I'm not doing this on a PC. I, once I get a PS5, then, then we'll play. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out Rav, uh, big, big Fortnite player, big. Uh, I mean, come second in kills behind me, but it's all. It's <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, big up Rav, deserving. 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 Alright, Ian, give us your other two. Uh, so athlete, I actually had a few people. I, I put down Naomi Osaka. I, I put down okay. LeBron James. I put down Mookie Betts even. Hmm. But the athlete of the year I'm going with who gets my nomination is Lewis Hamilton. Now I know you okay. guys, I know you guys are going to um, yeah. You're an F1 guy. Okay, F1, on. I know, I know you guys are going to say, oh, F1, it doesn't count. Those guys are real fucking athletes. Like, what they go through in a race, like Lewis Hamilton, like, you see how many Gs they're pulling on turns, how much weight they're losing per race. And Lewis Hamilton, he's been big with, you know, activism, using his platform to promote better things. 
Uh, he won a, a seventh straight title with Mercedes this year. Um, he's not signed next year with Mercedes yet, but Lewis Hamilton, another killer season with Mercedes. Pro- arguably the best F1 driver of all time, and I'm going to get some flack from the uh, from, from people from that, but shout out Lewis Hamilton. He, he deserves a lot of love. He probably doesn't get enough love here in North America because we don't appreciate the racing as much, but um, shout out Lewis Hamilton. He's my a- SYP Athlete of the Year. Um, and then my entertainer, now, some people aren't going to like this, or some people might be surprised by this. Iggy Azalea. <laughs> no, it's Taylor Swift. I'm, oh, giving, I'm giving Taylor Swift the SYP Entertainer of the Year award. Over your girl Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, over my girl Katy Perry. She wow. She had uh, two albums. Was Evermore and Fork Folklore. And Sorry. and the amount of people who said that Katy or Taylor Swift saved 2020. Um, I have to respect that. I can't, you know, I, I can't deny what the fan, you know, I can't deny what the people are saying. Taylor Swift is my SYP entertainer of the year. I like it. You know, fair enough. I never <laughs> thought I'd, I'd hear you say those words, but I respect that. Scott, you, <laughs> Scott, you go ahead then and see if you have any, uh, any stunning award winners. So I made these picks a month ago. We, we came up with this idea. I made these picks like two days after we thought about this. I knew right away, and I love my picks, and I'm so happy, Ian, you picked none of them. Um, yeah, so I, I, was pretty... re- I was really worried that Lewis Hamilton uh, was going to be taken. Uh, when and was... Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift. Yeah, I was, re- <laughs> I was really worried that you would be taken. Really worried. Um, all right, let me start with uh, – we'll start creator. I have two creators of the year. Um, I'd like to shout out – Maddie, Caitlin, Hannah, and Katie for coming on our Bachelor Bachelorette pods. Uh, they were all awesome, yes. but I think the fact the fact is that Maddie Walter is one of my creators of the year because her knowledge of the show and just the research behind it was unbelievable. Um, I also want to shout out Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah, you're not, if you're not watching the podcast, you'll just see that Keith got stumped again. He got rejected a second time. Again. Kevin has a really good knowledge of the NBA and the NHL and also golf. And I was honestly, I have a, maybe a little bias here. I worked with Kevin this summer and I love that he's gotten more into the game and I hope he can come on our pod and give us some good insight on the golf stuff. And um, I think it'd be really cool seeing him. Also shout out Keith. We love you, man. I don't love think Kevin's bro. been on a pod this year. He hasn't been on a pod, but he's given me some good, some good thoughts and some good intel. Oh, is, that he, oh, is he your insider? To. Is he is Kevin? He's yeah. one of my insiders, yeah. Per source. <laughs> per Darren. He's one of my good sources. So. Yeah, per Darren. And that's why I had to mention both Kevin and Maddie because they were both, I think, a really big part of this year and how everything transpired. Um, anyways, let me talk about athlete. I know a lot of people would probably say, oh, you're going to pick a hockey player. It's probably going to be Doc or Drysdale. No, I'm not doing that this year. Um, you, you, went with Z- you went with Zagres. No, Zegers. I didn't go with, yeah, no, with the World Juniors. He's so good. <laughs> well, okay, that's a whole nother conversation in our World Junior Recap pod. I'm going to go off about my ducks. Anyways, that's for later. Um, Ian's laughing his head off now, as per usual. Um, my athlete of the year is Alfonso Davies. And that's to no one's surprise. 
It's to no one's surprise, and he was he was terrific. Um, he's Canadian. I, by the way, my my uh, list is all Canadian this year. Another another note. Oh, uh, my oh, three way, stars. Way to support local this year, and look at me being an asshole. Uh, just giving it to Rav. That's my Mister uh... Worldwide. Anyways, I just happened to pick some uh, some Canadians. So Davies, I don't have to explain anymore. He is my athlete of the year. I could have picked, you know, LeBron. Um, could have been, could have been, Alexi Lafreniere, but he didn't play enough. So, um, anyways, my entertainer. I said, um, like person in pop culture, but um, the weekend is my top guy of the year. He put out arguably the best album. He has probably of all, of this year. He has my favorite song of all time, but. Um, probably the, so- the song of the year as well. Um, the fact he didn't win a Grammy pisses still pisses me off to this day. I was going to say the Grammys don't agree with you, but you can continue. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, I'm thrilled to see him perform at the halftime show for Super Bowl Fifty Four. Right? Yeah, Fifty Four. So um, the weekend's my guy. I love him. My favorite artist, and I'm thrilled he had such a big year. And hopefully, we see more in twenty one. Keith. Keith, now it's your time to shine, uh, big guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I would pick myself as creator of the year, but, <laughs> you know, I did write a couple blog posts, you know, just saying. But, unfortunately, because I can't vote for myself, I'm going to give it to Ian. Let's go. Yes. Ian, you know I mess with you behind the scenes. I, lo- I love to mess with you. But I know, man. You've been you've been hustling, you know. What what no no what what what's your favorite behind the scenes? Uh, like, cause I love going through, like we we talk a lot through Snap, right? I love just going mm-hmm. pulling up our Snap conversations and seeing all the um, stuff that we have saved in here. I think there was a there was like a week stretch. I think this is the one that really sticks out to me. A week stretch where I tried to buy SYP. <laughs> <laughs> There was another week's, another week stretch, which was just me sending you everything that I have that I knew was expensive, and just saying this is because I have more money than you. That was a, that was a big phase. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of the debauchery and shenanigans behind the scenes. But uh, you know what, man? Even hustling, you know, I've been I I pay attention. You know, these shirts comfy. You know, whoever whoever gets that, whoever's the lucky person on the giveaway, yeah, it's a comfy shirt. It's a comfy shirt. And, I, uh, yeah, what? what I, I'm going to show, this is my acceptance speech. Um, so the one, the one thing that stands out to me, I don't know if this person uh, will watch this, but this. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That's you. It, no, but, no, no, no. For those who don't know. <laughs> wait, you have to wait. You have to explain it. So those, because... so those who don't know, the there's an original photo of myself actually uh, giving our friend Rebecca Heen a, a kiss on the cheek, but <laughs> I sent that to Keith, and then Keith photoshopped Callum's face over <laughs> Rebecca, and he said, "Why are you kissing Callum? Like, <laughs> why would you? Do, why, why, how did this happen?" <laughs> 
And I'm like, I, I'm not kissing Calum, but it's like, you are kissing Calum. There's a photo right here of you. <laughs> that, was, that, was another, that was a long stretch. And that, and it's like, no, I, but, but I'm actually not. You photoshopped that. But no, there's a real photo right here. And that was, yeah, actually, no, this has been, that's a... Uh... Not just a week stretch. This has been a whole. That was like that was a long yeah, this, extended period. This is like a whole year. The whole year has been about <laughs> taking pictures Ian has sent me and then putting different stuff on it. <laughs> I want to see you guys keep talk keep you keep talking. I'll see if I can find anything else that. Um, athlete of the year. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the first one that came to mind was Pandemco, but I feel like <laughs> that's only. <laughs> To be honest, without without doing any preparation, that was the first thing I thought of. Uh, I, I'm going to give it to... Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to give it to the bubbles. All the playoffs that happened, you know, fair play. You continued your sport. Super cool. You know, everyone everyone was basically bored, right? So I'm going to... Bit of a cop-out. I'm going to give Athlete of the Year to every sports organization that continued their playoffs. <laughs> Honestly, I respect that, and yeah. I think that's, that's a good call. Be, you know, for a long time, we had nothing golf, golf and soccer. Saturday UFC. And the UFC, that UFC. was it. Actually, no, you know what? I'm going to give it to uh, – uh, man, I just – I'm going to give it to Tony Ferguson. Oh, that's a, okay. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm going to give it to Tony Ferguson. I'm going to give it to – you see the way his arm bent? That's a warrior, <laughs> <laughs> did I, was did a warrior, Tony did, Ferguson. Did, no, did I, I, I think I sent that to you, Keith. I don't know if I sent it to Scott. Where Tony Ferguson is now selling like champ shit only uh, merchandise, uh, and I said one. like you we like with the way your arm bent, you legally cannot be allowed to sell that merchandise. Like that two losses <laughs> in a row. Yeah, two, two Vincent losses in a row. Uh, like you can't do that. Like that's not you. That is not it's legal. A, um, it's Violation. Just trying to see. If so Tony, so Tony Ferguson's your athlete of the year. Yeah, absolutely. That or or the bubbles. I'll give it to the bubbles or Tony Ferguson. There's no, not up for discussion. Oh, uh, by the way, this this is the one. I don't know if you can read this. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not gonna read that out. Just just because <laughs> it's. Just for just for his sake, you have to watch the you have to watch the video podcast for that. <laughs> you can enjoy that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm I'm sparing him today. I'm sparing him. Yeah. Today. Well, aren't you nice? Um, entertainer of the year. Do you have entertainer, an entertainer? of the year? Um, I'm gonna. The first people that came to mind was Kid Cudi and Twenty One Savage. Ooh. Oh, and I think, okay. Twenty One Savage. You're like, oh, why? 21 Savage Mode 2 has my pick for best album of this year. Because the storytelling wow. first of all, is super good. If okay. you haven't you haven't listened to it yet, the actual storytelling in it is really good. They have it's Metro Boomin's uh 21 Savage and Morgan Freeman. Right? So Morgan Freeman does all the basically all the storytelling in that <laughs> that album. Plus it's it's just hard. Like I enjoyed every song. Like I'm I'm like I'm just a casual Twenty One Savage fan, but that one I was like, dang, like this is hard. So like I had to give it to Twenty One Savage. Best that's the right answer for best album of the year. Kid Cudi's album that came out recently. That was a that, I enjoyed that 
uh, album all the way through. Call me, call me a bit of a bandwagon, you know, a little, little bit of a casual again. But uh, Skepta, Pop Smoke, um, that song was mm. amazing. People, um, yeah, show, really show out, right? Skepta. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, show out. People great that song. don't really know Skepta, like, oh, maybe only from Praise the Lord, but they sap Rocky, uh, Skepta killed it. If you, the UK grime scene and drill scene really has some good stuff behind it so it was really nice to see skepta in the album but uh yeah kid cuddy 21 savage had a good one uh jack harlow i think did decent this year um personally the album was okay but i really enjoyed the singles that he released obviously like what's poppin everyone loved what's poppin tyler hero everyone loved it um yeah like i the only ones that come out to me are just the albums i listened to this year so i'll give it to I'll give it to yeah. 21 savage Pleasantly surprised. I was also going to throw in Big Sean. Uh, I thought his album was really good. I'm a Big Sean fan, so that's why I like it. Um, Big Sean, <laughs> I thought, had a really good year. But yeah, Jack yeah. Harlow was actually a nice. If, yeah. Jack Harlow had a good year. If, if one Jack of Harlow you. Did, had a, yeah, sorry, sorry, I was going to say. If one of you picked The Weeknd, I was going to go with Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke? Yeah, Pop Smoke's yeah. album was amazing. Unreal. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, I uh, passed away. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, Pop Smoke. It had also yeah, super unfortunately, super young, like only really one years old. For my he's brother, old. he's only like a couple months older than yeah. Kevin. Yeah. So wow. like he's he's literally that young. So it's so uh, so unfortunate to see him go. Brutal. Um, yeah, I'm just like I'm trying to look through. Juice World was also this year. Yeah. He passed yeah. away. That was, right. that, those are like like pretty close together if i'm not mistaken like they were relatively yeah, close i think i believe yeah. it was juice world first i want to say i think I you're no right. pop was first is it pop was first then juice okay. was after okay uh little uzi dropping eternal to take decent album oh yeah. i mean yeah there's a lot of good albums this year i know obviously entertainers isn't just music it's just the first one i came up with but um yeah no i just <laughs> felt like <laughs> i felt like 21 savage is the entertainer of the year. Pleasantly surprised. All right. I'll, I'll, that's good choice. Good choice. So, I respect that. Uh, fact check. Juice World actually died in 2019. But he re <laughs> he released an album in 2020. <laughs> well, yeah, album, well, I was going to say, was it like, what, was, when did it happen? Like, Juice World, wasn't he like December? Like, it felt relatively. It, it was very late 2019. And then Pop goes early 2020. Yeah. Like, I want to say it was like six weeks or something. Like, really. Mm -hmm. Not far apart. Yeah, I could be wrong, but was Pop Smokes close to Kobe's? Yes. Yeah, I think, I think so. Two, so two that two. might be the correlation we're thinking of them being super probably. Cool. Yeah, probably. I I could be wrong about that, but nope, I feel you're right. like yeah, you got it. Well, yeah. do we have any other That's... final takeaways? Do we have anything else you want to get off your chest? Say it with your chest, Keith. Uh, if you got something to say, uh, say it. Uh, you got you to come back to me. You got to come back to me. I had, I had a whole bunch of things before. It is, you got to come back to me. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think a lot of people have given the year 2020 a bad rap. Like, it was, oh, so terrible. Like, a lot of shit happened. And I, th I really hope people took the best of it. And I hope people don't think, you know what? It was a shit. Like, it wasn't the best year, but... People take the positives out of it, and they, they're like, you know what? I actually had some good times this year. And I always, you know, I always think to myself, like, what what things this year made you happy? What what are things you did that you enjoyed, that you really had a good time with? I don't remember the – I don't take the negative from a year before with me. I take the positives. That's very cliche of me to say. But 
that's just that's how I live my life, and I think that's what people should do more of, and I hope people do that for twenty one. I yeah no I think it's totally yeah. fair. Um, it still feels like we're in March. Part of me still feels like we're <laughs> sitting in March, and I'm about to sit down and watch you know Oklahoma play Utah, um, or whatever game that was. Like I, I there's still part of me that feels that. Um, there was also part of me, I don't know if you saw the other day when Woj announced like the Rockets and the like OKC game was being canceled and mm-hmm. I was having like March flashbacks and I, you know, I'm thankful for what I have and you know, all the time that we got to spend together, whether it's in person or on video call and at mm-hmm. least from the brand's perspective, from speak your pieces perspective, uh, you know, I feel confident with what we're doing and hopefully we, we as a brand, us as a unit can grow and become even more in this upcoming year. I like that. Yeah. Keith, wrap it up. <sighs> no, not, not the game to me, but give it, give us a hot take. If you got one and it was a hot take, hot take, uh, before I, hold on, before I do this, actually the one that you came up with, is it too early? I guess it is too early to say new year's resolutions, right? I guess by the time yeah. it's the 30th, much the thirty first, very much the first. Like, if if you have one, yeah, if you got, yeah. no, no, I mean, like that, that was just something I was just gonna throw out there, and then you know, you guys, if you happen to have already things that you want to already take into twenty twenty one, you know, up to you guys. I got, I gotta lose a lot of weight. Like, I gotta quit, you know, going, you know, Daniel Cormier like normally, and uh, maybe I should be, you know, working out more, eating healthier. Uh, I shouldn't. I should, Fitbit flex. I, I more money. Ooh. More money than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're in a higher tax bracket. Cool. I didn't ask. It's easy. <laughs> uh, but no, and, and you shouldn't need. Obviously, you shouldn't need like New Year's to make a resolution or to make a positive change in your life. It's just convenient and it sounds cooler. Um, yeah, no, that's it. I, I don't think it's too soon to like do resolutions. Not at all. And yes, Scott, you have anything on your mind that you're kind of looking towards for this year? Um, I don't know. I think one thing I've, I haven't done since 2018 was ski, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do tick that off the list quickly here. Jan six, I'm going up the hills. So, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be good. I see. So yeah, it's not really a resolution, but it's just something I you know I wanted to do for a long time. Um, I just think just improving myself in every way I can and what what that looks like I don't exactly know right now but I'll uh I'll come up with it and get back to you how about that yeah sure Scott yeah. You're, you're pretty much close to perfection I don't think you really need oh, to create many on. changes in no, your no, life no. um no, you, no, you, no. You, you, you don't have the the one thing probably uh Keith I don't know how you feel about this now we're turning into criticisms uh probably like the one character flaw that Scott has that he drives a jeep and he's now a jeep guy Outside of that, I think, like, you're doing pretty good, Scott. Like, you are close to perfection. So I drive a Jeep and that's a flaw? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. No, the, no, the problem is he doesn't take the doors off. True. Hey, he, there's he's a, a huge Jeep guy. He's yeah. like, oh, look at me, big Jeep guy. I'm so sick. I'm going to keep all the <laughs> attachments on. I'm a regular Jeep guy. And I'm like, okay, cool, Mr. Jeep guy. You say you say you drive this thing because you're sick. Doesn't 
make it not safe, keeps it all nice and packed together, doesn't take the doors off, doesn't take the roof off. Just you, you just wait for the summer. You just wait. That you now have to like you. You've now like kind of been called out. Like you have to make yeah. it like a, like a beach hey. buggy almost. Hey. It's not hard to take the doors and the roof off. All I need is... Oh, so then why don't you do it? Yeah, yeah, pussy. Not when, it's, <laughs> not when it's minus 10 and snowing. Nice try, Keith. When it's 30 degrees and sunny, fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll take the roof off. No problem. Only criticism for this. You're guy. just jealous you can't drive it. That's <laughs> probably... That's, that's probably what it is. Nah, man. If, it's, I, it's, if, I could take, if I could take the doors off my Civic, dude, it'd be a game <laughs> <laughs> well, we we know someone can uh, open your window for you, so yeah. So there's a lot of people that <laughs> potentially could. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, so. uh, Ian, you got anything kind of off the top of your head? Any final thoughts? Uh, thank you guys for coming on the pod. Uh, this has been great. Again, I'm gonna try and uh, maybe lose some weight. Maybe not wear so many over baggy hoodie, you know, baggy hoodies to compensate for my body fat. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, please like this podcast. Uh, we're, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Um, be sure to take part in the shirt giveaway. Uh, the post is in, I actually, I don't know if the post is in our Instagram story now, but I'll put that in the Instagram story right now. Like the post, follow SYP, tag a friend, you know the drill. Um, do that. You get a nice shirt. Uh, Keith, out of five stars, how would you rate that shirt? It's actually one of my favorite shirts, and not not because I'm not because I'm based, but uh no, it's it's actually really comfy. I was actually surprised at how how comfy it is. Uh, and then please like sub to us on YouTube. We're doing video pods on YouTube. Maybe we'll start being creative and we'll start putting actual like clips from the pod on YouTube. Maybe yeah, maybe some vlogs, some vlogs, vlogs, video blogs, whatever the vlog abbreviation is. Well, no, I I still like my idea of SY like SYP hype houses where we actually just go to people's houses and then give them a five star review. Uh, that's what I kind of that would like. be a post pandemic kind of. Uh, no, it's right, right now. Oh yeah, no, I'm right. Go, yeah, I'll go to people's <laughs> houses right now and I'll review your house during a pandemic because that sounds fair. Uh, thank you very much. As long as long as you wear a mask. Wear a mask, wear and, I'll a mask. Stay, and I'll stay six feet apart. Uh, exactly. Thank you very much for listening. Please tell your friends. Like and sub to us on YouTube. Follow us. We're on Instagram at Speak Your Peace. Um, that's the pod. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace out.